Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about how there is no key to healing. It's a combination. Before I get started, I want to remind you about the contest we have going on, and this is the last week we're going to do it. Go write a review on iTunes, then send an email to me at drsegler at docontherun.com. Let me know you wrote the review, and we're going to draw a name out of the hat for a free 30-minute consultation call. Hi, I'm Dr. Christopher Segler, and thanks for tuning in to the Doc on the Run podcast, where we help you understand how to keep training and running even if you've been injured. Today, I was on a 15-minute virtual doctor visit call with a runner who's been trying to get over a nagging case of Achilles tendonitis and still wants to do well in the Boston Marathon this year. It may not surprise you to hear that he's worried about how skipping long runs to protect the Achilles tendon will make it very difficult for him to have a good run in Boston. Now, he's been doing all the right stuff. He's taken the right steps to remove the inflammatory fluid around the Achilles tendon. He's been doing the right supplementation routine to help rebuild the collagen. He's been doing the right workouts to help break up cross-linking and reorganize the collagen alignment in the Achilles tendon. He has been improving, but he had a very mild setback, got a little swelling, and it made him worried. So he just wanted to have a quick call to talk about his progress and figure out whether or not he needed to stop running or shift to some other different activity. So in 15 minutes, we were actually able to come up with several different ways he could augment his training to add some longer workouts that wouldn't put as much stress on the Achilles tendon. Now, after I got off the call with him, I started thinking about how I could take the information I shared with him and then make it available to anyone like you listening who may have a similar problem. I was thinking really carefully about what exactly it was that I told him, what really helped to shift his direction to come up with a new strategy to better maintain his fitness and preparation for Boston. We talked about how much improvement he had in terms of the swelling going down. We talked about how the Achilles tendon was feeling when he was running. And we talked about how much running it took before he started noticing discomfort. When I was trying to figure out how I could take those exact recommendations and apply them in a more general sense to anyone with an Achilles issue or a stress fracture or plantar fasciitis, I realized there is no one standard routine that will work for everybody. In fact, most of the value in the call was not explaining how to make the Achilles tendon better for this one particular runner. The real value is in taking his unique circumstances and helping him understand how his decreasing and increasing swelling shows him exactly how much stress is acceptable and how much stress is unacceptable. Once we talked about all of his symptoms and figured it out, it was actually pretty easy to come up with a specific routine that would combine a number of different types of workouts that will allow him to do long runs, maintain his aerobic fitness, and still continue to rebuild and repair the damaged Achilles tendon. But it takes a combination. There is no one single key. There is no magic pill, and there's certainly no one magic pill that will work for everyone. If you have a stress fracture and you call me, we will talk specifically about how much your foot hurts when you're running. We will talk about how much it hurts when you're just sitting still. We would even talk about how much your foot hurts when you're just walking. In most cases, I actually even look at pictures of your feet and help you understand how to recognize whether or not there's any subtle swelling that could signify ongoing tissue damage or a repair process. Depending upon those factors, I would recommend different ways to decrease the pressure on that specific metatarsal just enough so it will continue to heal even while you increase your activity level and run more. But it all depends on what's going on with you. Your situation is unique. Your biomechanics are unique. And the extent of damage in your metatarsal stress fracture or your Achilles tendon or whatever else is bothering you is also unique. 
The problem is that everyone, including doctors, seem to want to have one specific treatment that works for all patients. We even have a name for it. We call it the standard of care. The more I work with runners and the more I lecture to physicians at medical conferences about advanced strategies for healing runners, the more I think the idea of a standard of care is complete lunacy. Runners need something better. Now think about the last time you went to the doctor. Whether you went to the emergency room or you saw your regular family practice doctor, there's a good chance that at the conclusion of your visit, the doctor handed you an information or instruction sheet that had already been prepared. Now, do you really think she typed that up just for you? Of course not. She typed that sheet up 11 or 12 years ago for you and the 83-year-old woman who slipped and fell in the bathroom and the 12-year-old boy who rolled his ankle playing soccer and the middle-aged sedentary office worker who slipped on the ice walking to his car the other morning. Your doctor gave that same sheet to everybody with a similar injury that day. But just because your injury may be similar to all those other people sitting in the waiting room, your injury is not the same. This is the Doc on the Run podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. What's a virtual doctor visit? The idea of not running at all while waiting for my foot to heal was simply depressing. I really needed a second opinion from an expert, someone who specializes in helping runners. What you'll get from Dr. Segler in my experience is expert runner and medical care that's individualized for your needs. I'm left with actionable steps to recover from my injury. Dr. Segler is different and I felt heard, didn't feel patronized, and I felt like he prioritized getting me back to running as soon as possible as much as I did. I just couldn't see sitting around for six weeks knowing my hard-earned fitness would vanish. I know Dr. Segler is an expert and I wanted to see him in person. But frankly, I just couldn't afford the cost of a house call. I saved enough money to pay for my next marathon registration. You know, I have an appointment with Dr. Segler, whether it's via Skype or on the phone. You can expect, one, he's going to be on time. Two, he's going to be able to spend more time with you than the typical uh, visit in a doctor's office. And both of those are going to result in a more effective diagnosis and treatment plan for you. I'm a young woman in the Philippines and I hurt my ankle yesterday. I just wanted to say thank you and that it's such a relief to be able to find a website like yours and get some information when I'm in a place with uh, little to no medical care. So I just wanted to call and say thank you. You're awesome. Book a virtual doctor visit and get a second opinion online today. Welcome back to the Doc on the Run podcast. But just because your injury may be similar to all those other people sitting in the waiting room, your injury is not the same. So then what are the chances that instruction sheet you got that is supposed to be written just for you is actually going to be right for you? Believe it or not, there have been a number of scientific research articles published in medical journals discussing and debating the difference between specific individualized instructions and pre-formatted, pre-written discharge instructions. There was actually an article entitled Discharge Instructions for Emergency Department Patients. What should we provide? Now, as a runner, what sort of instructions do you think you should get? Do you think it would be better if your doctor actually explained what was going on with you and then gave you specific recommendations on how to maintain your running fitness? Do you think it would be better if you got that kind of individualized instructions and the doctor just wrote it out for you by hand? Or do you think it would be better if you just got the same instructions as that 12-year-old boy and that 83-year-old woman? Believe it or not, this particular review article argued that individual handwritten instructions, and I quote, are likely to lack structure and some desirable features, and their usefulness may be limited by poor handwriting. Consequently, their adequacy may be suspect in many cases. 
Okay, if you can't hear my eyes rolling right now, well, trust me, they are. Now, I will openly admit that my handwriting sucks. I'm a doctor. My handwriting is supposed to be terrible. But I will tell you that my messy handwriting is not an excuse for not giving a runner individualized advice. No matter how bad my handwriting might be, I'd be willing to wager a million dollars that my handwritten instructions will be better for that particular runner than any pre-formatted instruction sheet handed out from any emergency department anywhere in the world. You have to be able to talk to your doctor and figure out where you are on that continuum of injury. You have to figure out where you are on that continuum of healing. Every overuse injury has a range of trouble. You have to know where your injury is within that range. That's how you can know how much running you can actually do and still heal. Many doctors will tell you that a stress fracture is just a crack in the bone. And since it's just a crack in the bone and we think we know how long it takes to heal bone, doctors will tell you the same thing in terms of how long you have to stop running and how long it's going to take you to heal. Well, a stress fracture isn't even a crack in the bone in most runners. It's too much stress in the bone that causes inflammation inside the bone. That's what's really going on in most of the runners I see. The bone isn't really broken. If it isn't really broken, you certainly don't need to spend six weeks in a fracture walking boot. Achilles tendon problems have a whole range of trouble as well, but doctors want to pigeonhole those things into pre-formatted instructions and fixed timelines also. You need to take six weeks off running. You have to stop running for three months. These are things doctors will tell patients without even considering where they are on that continuum of healing. And I don't even think it's true for most runners. If you just have a little bit of swelling around the Achilles tendon, that definitely is not going to take as long to get better as someone who has a partial tear or a rip in the Achilles tendon. And even if you've been diagnosed with chronic Achilles tendinosis, there's a range of trouble with that as well. Trust me, if there was one solution that would work for everyone, I would put it into a five-minute course and provide it to you. I'd explain it right here today on this podcast, but you can't explain that range in five minutes. That's why your five-minute doctor visit doesn't work for runners. You need to be able to explain your specific symptoms, correlate those symptoms with the activities that you're doing currently, and the activities you need to do, the runs you need to do in order to maintain your fitness and show up on the starting line of your goal race ready to run. Look, race day is coming, and trust me, no matter who you are, they are not going to change the date of the Boston Marathon just because your Achilles tendon isn't ready on that particular day in April. So, you have to get the right advice. You need the right advice for you. There is no key to healing. It's a combination. If your doctor hands you an instruction sheet and suggests it's the key to healing, tell her you need a combination instead. Don't forget to go write a review on iTunes and then send an email to me. Let me know that you wrote the review. Just send an email to drsegler at docontherun.com after you do your iTunes review. And we're going to put your name in a hat and we're going to draw a name for a free 30-minute consultation where we can talk about running biomechanics, your form, your injury history, types of running shoes, whatever you want. Just go write the reviews and then send an email to me. If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me. And then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.